0: This is the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for taking charge of your health, and I'm your host, Dr. Madge. Last week, we discussed the importance of the parathyroid gland in regulating bone health. We talked about how the parathyroid uses vitamin D to help perform its job. So let's learn more about vitamin D today, often referred to as the sunshine vitamin, for reasons we will soon learn. I frequently encounter patients who ask me about vitamin D and request to have their levels checked. Vitamin D deficiency has received a lot of press in the recent years. It's been suggested as the end-all answer to everything from depression to prevention of cancer and even heart attacks. Most experts agree that the vitamin D craze is overhyped, as are many medical topics once the media gets a hold of them. Nevertheless, vitamin D deficiency can be an important medical issue for some patients. But who? What is all the hoopla over this vitamin about? And if you live in Southern California or other sunny parts of the world, should you even be worried about vitamin D levels since you tend to actually get enough sun exposure? Well, let's find out. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Netflix Instant Streaming. Watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or Touch, or on your TV through your Xbox, PS3, or Wii. All streamed instantly by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. So for a free 30-day trial, including the new Netflix original series House of Cards, go to quickanddirtytips.com offers. That's quickanddirtytips.com slash offers. So what is vitamin D? Well, vitamin D is a key component for bone health. It actually helps to absorb calcium in the intestine in order to help build bone. It also helps to suppress a hormone called the parathyroid hormone that tends to break down bone. Check out last week's episode to learn more about the parathyroid gland. So there are two main sources of vitamin D. Number one, your skin. Believe it or not, vitamin D is actually produced underneath the skin when it gets exposed to sunlight, hence the term the sunshine vitamin. This production slows down with age, however, and those with darker skin may actually require more sunlight to produce sufficient vitamin D levels. Of course, skin cancer is a big concern for experts. We don't want to trade one disease for another. So how do we balance sun exposure and vitamin D production in a healthy way, you may be asking. Number two, your diet. Vitamin D is also ingested in the foods that we consume. The largest supply often comes from fortified milk, which contains about 100 international units per 8 ounces. But what to do if you're lactose intolerant? You may be wondering. So why is vitamin D important? Bone health becomes an issue mainly in the elderly population who may more easily fracture due to osteoporosis, which is actually low bone density. But in reality, bone health should be something we think about at any age. Bone strength and building begins when we're younger. So even though not everyone may need to have their vitamin D levels examined, it would be wise to make sure that you get enough throughout your life to maintain the strongest possible bones by the time you're older. Studies also show that vitamin D may reduce the risk of falls and fractures in the elderly. Severe vitamin D deficiencies are rare in developed countries like the U.S., but mild deficiencies do happen and may contribute to osteoporosis. Some of the lowest vitamin D levels in the world have been found in people of the Middle East and South Asia. So what are normal vitamin D levels? Well, when measuring vitamin D levels, doctors order a metabolite of vitamin D referred to as 25-hydroxyvitamin D. The lower limit of normal is somewhat controversial, but most experts agree that it should be somewhere between 20 to 30. And who should be tested? Well, not Everyone needs their vitamin D levels checked, despite all of the media hype. Medical guideline recommendations are really to test those who are at risk for low levels, such as elderly patients who are in nursing homes or are homebound, elderly patients who have had falls, patients with intestinal diseases such as Crohn's and celiac disease, patients who have had surgery that removed any part of the intestine, such as in gastric bypass operations. Patients with kidney or liver disease, and those organs actually help metabolize vitamin D. And lastly, patients with osteoporosis or osteopenia diagnosed on a bone density test. So how much vitamin D do we need then? Well, the typical adult needs about 800 international units of vitamin D daily, but elderly homebound patients may actually need more than that. Therefore, if you don't have a risk factor for deficiency, the recommendation is to make sure to maintain this daily intake, whether it's through the diet or a supplement or both, rather than measuring blood levels. Supplements are sold in two various forms. One is as cholecalciferol, which is vitamin D3, or ergocalciferol, which is vitamin D2. D3 is actually preferred over D2 because it's the more naturally occurring form of the vitamin with likely improved absorption rates. In addition to vitamin D, calcium is also a key nutrient for bone health. For premenopausal women, 1,000 milligrams of daily calcium is also recommended. The recommendation is slightly higher, at 1,200 milligrams for postmenopausal women. It's always best to obtain your vitamins through your diet, but if you're lactose intolerant or you just simply have low dairy intake, then supplementation is key. So if you have a risk factor for vitamin D deficiency, make sure to bring it up to your doctor. Otherwise, make sure to get the appropriate amount of this nutrient every day to prevent problems later on down the road. As for vitamin D preventing heart attacks, strokes, cancer, and depression, there really is no good evidence that these claims are true in the least bit. So share your ideas and learn more quick and dirty tips with us on the House Called Doctors Facebook and Twitter pages, and you can actually even find me on Pinterest. Please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. It doesn't substitute any medical advice and it doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Thanks to Netflix Instant Streaming for supporting this episode. With Netflix and streaming, you can actually watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or touch, or on your TV through your Xbox, PS3, or Wii. It's easy, convenient, and you can actually save a lot. Netflix has a new feature, Netflix Original Series. One you can actually check out on Netflix and streaming is House of Cards, which is an awesome political intrigue series. If you've missed out on the House of Cards, get over to quickanddirtytips.com slash offers and check it out. It's set, of course, in Washington, D.C. And Oscar winner Kevin Spacey stars as Congressman Frank Underwood, who, along with his wife, played by Robin Wright, are partners out to conquer, well, everything and everyone. This wicked political drama penetrates the shadowy world of greed, sex and corruption in modern D.C., with Netflix and streaming, you can watch the first season, all 13 episodes, for free, along with thousands of other movies and TV shows when you try for free for 30 days at quickanddirtytips.com offers. That's quickanddirtytips.com offers. Well, thanks again for listening to this episode of The House Call Doctor. If you have any future topic suggestions, you can email me at housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Have a very healthy week.